Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether you bless those boys or take flight, we're talking your teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. All right, welcome back. Chris Gordy Show, Sports 1280 New Orleans. We had one former wide receiver on the show earlier, Earl Bennett, played at Vanderbilt. Played for, what, five, six years with the Chicago Bears. And now we switch gears and another former wide receiver joins the show. His name is Margin Hooks. Margin, how's it going, man? Going pretty good. How you guys? Oh, good man. Um, it's interesting, you know. When I came across your uh, your website, which, by the way, is the best name ever, starsunderconstruction.com, dot uh, com, an elite training uh, facility. Sky's the limit. You guys work with kids either uh, getting ready to go out of high school to college, and also uh, kids that are going from college getting ready for the pros on training uh, wide receivers and running backs. Uh, let's talk a little bit about your your past, man. You were a wide receiver at BYU, played a little bit in the NFL and a couple different football leagues. What made you want to get into training athletes? Uh, actually, man, what got, it, got me into it was uh, I teach school, actually. And uh, they asked me to coach and just doing, going around with the kids. And then, you know, I was coaching middle school football, which is 7th and 8th grade. A lot of kids could play. And we didn't have the most athletic guys, but I figured if I could give them some type of technique, I could throw the ball around. So I started working with some of the kids and receivers there, and we started doing well. And then the idea came, just why don't I just make something out of this? And just, it started from there. You played at uh, BYU in the late 90s. You must have just missed uh, Steve Sarkeesian, right? Actually, my freshman year was his freshman year. My, was his senior year. Oh, uh, okay. My freshman year at BYU was his senior So we were there together with you know, Norm Child, quite a few, man, big-time guys I played with at BYU. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you had some – I mean, of course, the head coach, Lavelle Edwards, legendary coach, one of the most – successful coaches of all time, but Norm Chow is your offensive coordinator. What was what was Norm like as a coach? Norm was man, he was a he was an X and O's genius with the things, you know, because I said we didn't have the the type of talent a lot of big time schools have, you know, because of the religion. They couldn't really recruit, you know, those types of guys that recruit the religion and kids academically who can handle it. So what we had, man, X and O's wise, you know, we did pretty well with the with the system we ran. You guys had some pretty good players on that team, too, that went on to success in the NFL. Of course, here locally, uh, the linebacker, Kobe Bockwald, ended up cl- coming to play for the Saints for a couple of years down here. But uh, on the defensive line, you guys had a guy by the name of Brett Kiesel who was pretty good. Went on to win two Super Bowls up there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's my dude, man. Brett Kiesel, uh, Chris Hoke, September Nile. I was telling guys, like, man, our front seven was nice. Rob Mars, the first-rounder. <laughs> Uh, defensively, man, I, we were we were great. Even our own line, we had a lot of guys go to the league, you know, from there with uh, the late coach Roger French. Um, so I mean, it was a lot of talent, man. A lot of great coaches around us, you know, with, with tenure, you know, and, and you know, a lot of seniority on that team at the time. Uh, I love to look back at old teams and just see, you know, who who was a part of certain teams, either coaching staffs or, or on a team. And uh, you spent a little time in Tampa, and you were there. What Brad Johnson and Sean King were there. I think Jim yeah, Caldwell. John- I actually played against Sean King my, I want to say my sophomore year when he was with uh, 
Tulane. Yeah. I was with him. I was with Brad Johnson. I was with, you know, Keyshawn Johnson, Warren South. Uh, man, it was, it was, that team was loaded. <laughs> was, that, know, was, was that Dungy? Dungy. That was Dungy. Okay, that must have been his last yeah, year, Tony right? Dungy. Yeah, that, that was his last year there, and that was my first year in the league. And then after that, I went to, I was in Miami for two years. Okay. Man, that's uh, it's just so funny. I was looking back. I was like, wow, Jim Caldwell was the quarterback's coach. Like, it's just so funny how, you know, these guys who become big names down the road are just, you know. I was just telling the Jordan about Mike Tomlin. I, like, he was a special teams coach at Tampa when I was there. <laughs> that's funny. So, it's, 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 it's how the things change. How, I mean, you know, the contacts I've had in the past who are now, like, uh, with Texas when he uh, coached Charlie Williams. He, he was a receiver coach there. He was my coach my rookie year in the league Wow! at Tampa. So it helps with the recruiting side of it. And then, you know, we're, we're training a lot of kids. A lot of kids I have, I start with them in, like, middle school, seventh and eighth grade. Wow. So no one knows who they are. So a lot, a lot of times, like, oh, he's a big-time guy, but they've been with me quite a while. It's easier when you get them younger because they have no, no habits. But right. what they learn is everything I'm teaching them. Yeah, and that's part of why we wanted to get you on. Sky's the limit. Uh, elite training facility is, is is your facility. You work with wide receivers and running backs, getting them ready either either for college or or for the pros. And one of the guys you spent some time with this offseason getting ready for the draft is a guy that we came to know pretty well in college, uh, Lil Jordan Humphrey, who really showed out at the University of Texas, had a tremendous career there. And uh, I was, one, surprised that by Saturday night he had not been drafted but two, I was very excited when I heard that the New Orleans Saints had picked him up as an undrafted free agent because that was one of the needs we put for the Saints this offseason was they needed a wide receiver. They didn't draft one because they didn't have a whole lot of draft picks. But in my mind, you're getting one. He's almost like a draft pick in Humphrey. What do you like about Humphrey? What are the Saints getting in him? Well, they're getting someone who's versatile. And, and I told when I talked to him, I said, man, you have to be more like a Taysom Hill who actually graduated from BYU too. I said, man, you have to be – agile and be able to adjust to do anything they're expecting of you to, until you get your opportunity at the receiver position because he's very gifted. I mean, with size, you know, very tough, physical kid, you know, legit 6'4", you know, 220 pounds, catch the ball in traffic, which, you know, just even for my spending the time that I have with the Saints, I told him you fit in perfectly. They, they take undrafted free agents and with a quarterback like Drew Brees and make some of you quickly. <laughs> It is funny. You you mentioned the word versatile. What what does that mean? I mean, does that mean you could move him from? He can play the X. He can play the Y. What do, what do you mean when you talk versatile? One and then two. A lot was made out of his his time, running time at the combine. A four seven. It wasn't the greatest. What do you think happened there? Why didn't he run a faster forty? Well, I think you know, just he's never been a test guy. Then just technique, you know. And I told him, I said, yes, I don't want to put no one on the bus. But you did go and leave to go get some training for speed work and all that. And, you know, where he went, you know, they were asking, you know, he mentioned a lot of top guys that was there. And I was like, look, those guys that went there, they went there and they were already fast. They already knew how to run. So basically it's just polishing them up. He needed to learn techniques and everything, how to run. It's really a test. That's all the 40 years. Now, when you look at his game film, you see, he's taking out routes from the slot and taking the 60, 70 yards for touchdown. What can you, I mean, the film doesn't lie. Yeah. I said, last time that I checked in the NFL, it's not the Olympics. It's not a relay race. It's who can yeah. get in between the lines and make the plays. No, that's what I was saying yesterday, Margin. I was saying, you know, look at the wide receivers in this league, and they always make so much of the, the 40 time. But how many times in an NFL season are you just throwing a, a straight go route and a guy's just running down the field running past everybody? Like, what does that happen? Maybe six, seven times a year? Like, 
Yeah, I mean, like 85% of the time, I need the guy who can just run a clean route and catch the ball. Like, I don't need a guy who's blazing speed. Catch the ball, catch the ball in traffic, catch the ball because they're NFL DBs. They're going to be on you. Can you catch the 50-50 ball? Can that quarterback trust that you're going to be in this spot when doing a timing-wise in certain defense? Can he trust that you're going to be here? Once you learn that trust and you're there, it, it opens up for you. You know, and in Jordan's case, he's a physical enough kid to go run down on kickoffs. You know, he can go return kicks and punts. You know, those he did it in college. He could come out the backfield and run the Wildcat. He did it in college. He was a running back. He was a tailback in Texas. He was a tailback. You believe the top school film? He was a six four tailback in six eight football at South Lake Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> so now you see where the physical side comes from. Well, I know if there's any questions on whether or not they're going to be able to get him the ball, I know that number nine guy for the Saints is going to be pretty good of putting the ball where it needs to be. Uh, he, the, he's pretty, I tell the people, I'm like, he came out in the draft when I came out. They're like, huh? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it was only two quarter, big quarterbacks, he and Mike Vick, and he's still hanging in there. I mean, just watch, when I went to training camp at the time I did with uh, the Saints and minicamp, just watching him, he's a machine. Like, he can play five or six more years because he's not taking big hits. True. He gets the ball off on time. He knows what he's doing. And the receivers I saw there, they were all the big guys. It, was not, it wasn't like, oh, you got this guy who's real fast. They were some good receivers there. You have Michael Thomas, who's a phenomenal. He's an all-pro. Then you have other guys there who fit in and do their role, you know. And, and it fits in perfectly with what, you know, what Sean Payton does. He's the man of just being there, watching him call plays and seeing how he dissects it and everything. He's a genius. You don't see too many head coaches over there calling plays. Right. No, I always, I always tell people, I mean, it's no joke. You know, it's it's not just a cliche. Like, we'd be leaving OTAs or training camp. Drew Brees is still out there on the field. Everybody else is going to the locker room. He's still running plays for a wide receiver or two. Like, he, he will literally be the first one in and last one out every day, and he puts in that work to make sure that, that, that he's getting on the same page. And sometimes, I mean, all it takes is that wide receiver. I can tell you right now, during rookie camp or, or OTAs, if little Jordan Humphrey goes to Drew Brees and says, hey, Drew, can you stay after and work on some routes? I guarantee you Drew will stay with him to, to make some throws. Oh, he will. Him. He will. I mean, because you got to look at that. Death can help you, you know. And, and I look at it like, man, the Saints are so close to getting another championship. They're, they're right at the tip every year, and it's always something, this or that. And the crazy thing about it, the game has always changed on a passing play, where the defensive offense in the past few years, you know, with Jimmy Lewis and, the, the you know, the – Uncalled passing the French thing, you know, and it's like, man, you know, and, and it's like, whew. then last year, the, 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 the fluke play on the, the long touchdown with Minnesota, the year before last. So, I mean, yeah. they're, they're right there on the brink. You know, they have the, they have the blueprint. Now they just have to go finish it. Let me ask you on that play, Margin. It, the wide receiver, and no offense against Tommy Lee Lewis, he's, he's left in free agency and he's gone on to Detroit. But I thought, and I've rewatched that play so many times, and obviously it's pass interference, no doubt. But it, I thought if Tommy Lee lays, because he gets thrown to the ground, if he stays on the ground for maybe a, 20 more seconds and sells it, I think the fly comes out. The fact that he bounces right back up is like, no, 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 man, stay down. Sell it a little bit more. I think if he stays on the ground, they throw the flag because it was, I mean, it's just blatant. <laughs> it's, it's not the NBA, you know. You, that can't be James Harden out there. It's, it's football. It's a barbaric sport. So his adrenaline's going, and, and it doesn't help, you know, Jim Lewis is not big at all. When I went with Saint, I was one of the big receivers there, and I'm not. I'm just five eleven and a half, close to six feet. One, but now I'm overweight. I'm like two hundred and ten now. But at that time, I was one ninety. But I was like, man, he's small. So anything was going to flip him. He's not someone that's a big, big dude. So yes, it should have been called. 
but I would say if it was a bigger receiver and, and that happened too, because the big receiver could fight more to get inside to try to catch it more so than Jimmy because he's faster. It's hard to put your brakes on and change directions to dive back. That's tough. That, yeah. Someone running that class and he's small. You get a big receiver doing that, you know, and he's playing now. That DB, that, 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 that DB is running into him literally. And you can see it because of the big collide that's going to happen with Jim Lewis wasn't a big collision. And it's yeah. in, you know, the defense of the ref. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a bam bam play. It should have been called, but man, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, it, it cost the Saints a trip to the Super Bowl. Now, look, they still had a chance to win the game. It didn't even get it done. But still, you make that call that should have been made. Saints are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, talking with Margin Hooks here, who uh, runs a, a training, uh, training facility, who uh, trains guys coming up uh, in, into the draft and uh, high school kids getting ready to go to college. Sky's the limit, elite training. Um, you said you spent some time with the Saints. What year was that? That was... Um... I know the year before they played Minnesota in the championship. So it was like two years ago. Um, Sean Payton actually called me up. Actually called me up to work with his son, who's back, who's here in Dallas. And he actually got my name from a guy who I was training his son that when Sean was doing his suspension time, he was coaching little league football and stuff. So he saw this kid playing seven on seven. They were at the same school, he and his son. And the kid got trained, was like, it's looking pretty good to him. So he asked the kid's father what the kid do. And he gave him my number and son, Dr. Blue caught me. Like, man, hey, the son Peyton head coach of Saints. I want you to train my son. You know. <laughs> so I uh, we set it up. I sent him my website. Two hours later, he was calling me back to man, I showed some receivers here, your 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 highlights on your website and all that. Do you mind coming in for mini camp, you know, for a day or whatever, work work my guys? And that's how I began. Then so you know, flew me back in for training camp, you know, and work with the guys again, met uh uh CJ met the other guys on the team. You know, it, I mean, it was a neat deal for me. It was a neat deal. Just not coaching, but just on the training aspect, the footwork side. And, you know, he allowed me to shoot footage with me training the guys and working with them so I can have for market. And I really hadn't even used that footage to market anything. You know, so <laughs> I guess pretty soon I guess I'll open myself up and go ahead and go for it with it. <laughs> so you, uh, you got to see Michael Thomas, though. I mean, before – I mean, right, right when he got to New Orleans, basically, right, before he even became this – yeah. Uh, top a, five receiver that he is now. He's a monster, man, a workhorse. I mean, everything he does, he works at it. He works at it. You know, he doesn't have this all the gifts. Oh, he's fast. Oh, he's just big. He just works. He works at his crafts. He works at everything. Coming in out of breaks, catching the ball, getting up field, being physical. What he doesn't, what he lacks in, he makes up for in his work ethic. Just watching him in those days I was there, man, it's phenomenal. And uh, I got—I guess I got to ask you: How is uh, Connor Payton as an athlete? Because I know he's going to TCU. Is he any good? Connor Payton's going to be okay. You know, Connor Payton is a brain. <laughs> I tell you that all the time. Connor, and, and I keep and when I see him standing, I—I I got to see the interaction between Connor and his dad at training camp, and how it goes. And it's just a back and forth thing, competitive type of deal, you know. And, and he's splitting the image of his dad. He's just bigger. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, Connor's bigger than his dad, but just this. Connor is the brain of it. I don't, you know, plan-wise, I know he's going to TCU. I know I talked to Dad. He was like, you know, what Connor told me he was just going to be in the recruiting department helping out. I don't know if he's going to play. I mean, I haven't talked to him about that. But the good thing about it, I told Connor, if you're in the recruiting department, I said, what part? Offense? Like, yeah. Like, well, I'm pretty good, good close with Gary Patterson in the program, and they know that I train, and I, you know, I try to, you know, not necessarily funnel kids, but I show them kids that I have that could possibly help their program. You know, a lot of my kids, you know, choose to go to OU and different places. Some go to TCU and all that. But it's, it's, you know, it's a wide-open deal for him. I think he'll be one day a great coach. 
Right, hey, the, his, uh, yeah, I was going to say, the year 2035, we could have head coach Connor Payton of the New Orleans Saints, and uh, who knows? <laughs> I, don't who doubt, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, let me ask you though, working with Sean Payton, how complicated is that? Is that offense? I mean, do they have just terminology for everything? How, how, how advanced is the play calling for them? It, it is, I mean, he's advanced with his play calling, but it's, it's, it's a lot of basic concepts. He just knows how to put it together. With the packages he does, the formations and different movements with motions, and he can make a simple concept and running out, put someone in motion, and run the same concept just at different angles, and it puts defense. It, it creates holes throughout the defense. You got a gunslinger like Drew Brees just throwing it in holes. He's just it, throwing it, in holes and just turning and catching, turning and catching. It is crazy. When you the O line together, hey, they're gonna make a run this year. Hey, and look, they added Nick Easton in, in the offseason. They just traded up to draft uh, Eric McCoy out of Texas A&M. So they're, they're getting a little depth there to protect Drew Brees, their bell cow. But, man, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still amazed at Alvin Kamara, the, the guy that nobody wanted that they trade up to go get a couple years ago. And uh, what they've been able to do with Kamara and Michael Thomas. And who knows, you add a little Jordan Humphrey into the mix. I mean, this offense could get even better. Oh man, definitely, man. Just and watching those guys, Kamara, and even when Ingram was there, I didn't realize how athletic those guys were there. You know, I, like I said, I trained high school college, but being around all pro and seeing guys like that put a foot in the ground and take off running, I was amazed. Like he's in boots, you know, and, and they're not little dudes; these are big guys doing this stuff. Well, let, let me ask you, Margie, before we let you go, you, look at the de- the depth chart. Michael Thomas, we know, is is to be on this team. Traquan Smith, their third-round pick from last year. Uh, Ted Ginn and Cameron Meredith are the two kind of veterans that are still hanging around. Uh, Keith Kirkwood was a nice surprise down the stretch of last season. But if you had to make a guess right now, I mean, you, you worked with, with Humphrey. Do you think he's got a real legit shot at making the, the team this year? I believe he does because of everything else he can do. Because he's not just a receiver. You know, he can go play, you know, with a little more size. He can go be a flex tight end. You know, the kid is right now probably like 225. So could he put weight on and be bigger and do that? Yes. But he's, I told him, like, he's more like a Taysom Hill type. You know, he can go, he can go play running back. He can go return kicks, which he has films. I mean, against Georgia, he took one to the house, kickoff return. He can go run down on kickoffs. He can go kickoff return. So punt team. So that's the key, and I told him to make the squad. You got to be good at everything, special teams. There should be no doubt that you can run down field, cover punts, cover kickoffs, all that stuff. <laughs> you know, the special teams coach is going to be your guy. You know, that's going to be your guy because you got those guys that's going to be in front of him. But all it takes is one possible or somebody gets hurt or anything, and they don't want to fill you in just for one position. You got to be able to play it all. So now you have options. You, you, you know, like I said, you're versatile. You're not just X. You're not just Z. You know, you're H, you're Y, you're all that, all across the board. And when they put you on a train, and if you're traveling, you know, the team, you can run down on kickoff. You can do everything else where they might not take an extra DB, where they'll take you because we need him because he's doing everything now anyway. You know, it's, it's the business side of it now. Well, st- stay on a margin, tell them to put in the work, and uh, who knows? We'll see. Uh, but I know a lot of people here locally, a lot of the fans are excited to see a little Jordan Humphrey, Humphrey in a, a Saints uniform and uh, certainly has an opportunity, a chance of this offense to uh, to make a name for himself and, and get an opportunity. So we're going to see his uh, training camp and all that gets going here in the next couple weeks. Margin Hooks, Sky's the Limit, WR is the uh, Twitter account, and we mentioned the uh, the website which, again, I just love the name, starsunderconstruction.com. Uh, Margie, appreciate you jumping on, man. We'll have to do this again soon. Thank you. Thank you.
All right, man, thanks a lot. Margin Hooks there of uh, Sky's the Limit Elite Training. Worked with Lil' Jordan Humphrey, getting him ready for the draft, and obviously uh, didn't get drafted, but ends up signing as an undrafted free agent with the Saints and has as good a chance as anybody to really uh, make an impact this season and get a shot with the Saints, who were in need of, of a wide receiver, didn't draft one, but you might as well consider him a draft pick because uh, Humphrey was was projected to be you know, somewhere in the draft, and so uh, a really good pickup for the Saints. It's the Chris Gordy Show. We'll grab a quick break here. We'll come back. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.